Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Policy Shop. We've been tracking small business performance for years, including during the pandemic. The truth is small businesses are at the heart and soul of Illinois' economy. And in the aftermath of the COVID pandemic and lockdowns, these businesses are the ones leading the recovery. Joining me with more on this is Bryce Hill, Director of Fiscal and Economic Research. Bryce, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I always love your small business Saturday analysis. I know that has come and gone, but tell me a little bit about what you were looking at and what your major findings were. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorite pieces to get to work on every year just because um, it's really nice when data actually aligns and supports a feel-good story. Um, and so that's very rare in Illinois, but but essentially, you know, you mentioned we've been tracking this for years. Post, post-Great Recession, uh, small businesses, businesses with fewer than 20 employees have represented the bulk of uh, jobs growth in the state. So in that time, small businesses have added more than 300,000 jobs. Uh, so 2010 to 2019, uh, that was, you know, basically two thirds of job creation uh, in the private sector came from small businesses. Um, and then, you know, this past year for Small Business Saturday, we really documented what happened during the onset of COVID and, and that downturn, and then what happened in the subsequent recovery. And we had some pretty interesting findings. You know, COVID hit everybody hard. You know, people, all kinds of people were laid off. State mandates came and shut down businesses, and we we didn't know what the rules were going to be, how long these these rules were going to be in place. Business owners were were simply told, in many cases, that they just weren't allowed to operate. And so we saw massive job losses in the state, um, but they varied depending on who your employer was in terms of the size of your employer. Um, small businesses, like I said, people, businesses with fewer than 20 employees uh, were we're laying people off at a third of the rate of larger businesses. So their workforce has only shrank by about 3%, whereas across every other category, that number was more like 9% in the layoffs across the board. Um, so, you know, I think that really speaks to the, um, the grind of being a small business owner and how vital staying open, retaining your employees and continuing to provide goods and services to your customer is to, to, the livelihood of the business um, is is likely part of the reason why there was a you know much smaller layoffs happening for small businesses, and then in the recovery, you know, they're the only businesses to actually have added jobs since the onset of COVID. So since the beginning of 2020, small businesses have actually grown payrolls by about fifty thousand. All other uh, categories of businesses through the end of 2021, beginning of 2022, uh, we're still missing about 180,000 jobs. So small businesses were the least likely to to lay people off. They've actually only been the only source of jobs growth uh, in the state in uh, the time since COVID. So, you know, Small Business Saturday was, was a pretty good day to uh, show some support to those guys. That's kind of, it's kind of like a day of triumph for these people. I mean, you you can't talk to someone without hearing their version of the same story, which is like my favorite restaurant. Um, the owner would be working 
uh, from eight in the morning till 10 at night, we would see them waiting tables, busing tables. I mean, I would see that. Um, they couldn't find enough workers. So do you think some of the bounce back is these people who did everything they could to stay open, working these crazy hours, being completely understaffed, is some of this bounce back sort of like a natural return to what staffing should have looked like? Or what do you think is driving this? So, yeah, I'm sure there's some of that going on. Part of that's going to be the fact that, uh, you know, there was less ground to make up because they laid off fewer employees in the first place. Um, so, so you know, you've got both of those things happening. And then larger businesses, you know, we talk about help wanted signs going up all the time and people being so understaffed. Large businesses seem to be almost more hesitant in some regards to to resuming normal activities. That could that could be, you know, because there's just more leeway on a large business to say we're we're going to make these hiring and firing decisions or or you know, hold off on um having people return to the workforce or what have you. But the day-to-day operations of a small business being, you know, so kind of everything's happening in an instant you need you need your employees because you need to be able to make payroll and you need to be able to pay rent it's just a little bit different than than a larger business i think that some of those dynamics being different for small businesses are the reason why we're seeing that in in these smaller businesses compared to larger businesses which are um you know a little bit slower to get back to where we were pre-pandemic and I know that for this analysis, you you stripped out the government sector. You looked solely at private sector businesses. Um, and before we started recording, you were sort of giving an interesting breakdown of what Illinois' economy actually looks like. You know, what uh, percentage of the population is employed by bigger businesses versus smaller businesses? What does that breakdown look like? Yeah. So, you know, all of this isn't to say that big business isn't important to the state or that we shouldn't care about large businesses because we absolutely should. And we've seen quite the exodus of these large businesses from Illinois in recent years and especially in the past few months. Um, So about 53% of Illinois' private sector workforce is employed by a large business with 500 or more employees. So, you know, that's almost 3 million Illinoisans. Um, so a lot of the economy is tied up in these large businesses and they play a major role. Um, whereas if you look at these small businesses with fewer than 20 employees, they employ uh, roughly 800,000 Illinoisans, about 15, 16% of the state's workforce. It's a much smaller number, but this is where the churn basically happens. This is where the growth happens. You know, there's not, there's not a ton of new players coming to the table when it comes to 500 plus employee businesses. There's ebbs and flows that kind of balance each other out at that large scale that keep things relatively well, relatively flat. But there's a lot of movement happening on the fringes when it comes to small businesses because there's, there's more turnover in those businesses. There's uh, more growth potential for these businesses that are just starting out that maybe want to one day get to be a bigger business. Uh, so all of Virtually all of you know the bulk of the growth in employment comes from these small businesses, and it's it's a byproduct of you know just the nature of small businesses. You, in order to grow to be that size, you have to start out small, um, and just you know these other dynamics of lots of turnover in, in in these businesses and and you know destruction, creative destruction 
uh, in different industries and new businesses coming in to, uh, to fill unforeseen needs. All right. So if the small business jobs story is a feel-good story, what policy changes do we need to embrace to have more of, of this feel-good story, more small business growth? I think we need to uh, really let small businesses do what they do best, which is hire people, which is, you know, put people to work and solve problems and meet needs that were previously not being met. Uh, and so I think largely that means getting government out of the way in many instances. So Illinois has the third most uh, cumbersome regulatory code in the nation. There's over 260,000 individual pieces of regulation um, and and mandates created in state statute. Um, so we need to, I think, take a deeper dive and look at what exactly those are and what purpose are they serving? You know, are we unduly uh, inhibiting job creators by requiring hundreds of hours of of certification or other educational requirements with that that are you know, seemingly unnecessary or out of line with other states? That's a good place to start. The other things that we should be be looking to do are avoiding unnecessary mistakes. So, uh, actually, just this past week. Uh, Governor Pritzker announced a deal to pay off finally the state's uh, outstanding unemployment insurance trust fund deficit, which was taken as a loan from the federal government and would have carried um, tax penalties, seen a reduction in unemployment benefits for future uh, people drawing on the system, and would have basically been a, a per per head payroll tax um, on, on employers uh, that would have gone directly to the federal government, not even going to benefit state systems or state sources, avoiding things like that uh, are going to be critical. Uh, so it's good to see that that happened, but we need to make sure that in the future, if we do hit a recession, especially with our unemployment trust fund still being so low, uh, that, that we avoid that potential mistake. And then um, businesses, just like individuals, property taxes are a major concern. Um, they're second highest in the nation in Illinois. They're often the one of the largest fixed expenses, whether they come in the form of high rents because landlords pass those on to businesses or for owner business owners who own their property. Those are going to be very large expenses. So working on property tax reform is going to be uh, essential for the health and long-term growth of small business in the state as well. All right. Well, Bryce, I know you're going to keep your eye on this, uh, but thanks for the update for now. We'll talk again soon, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute and to sign up for our newsletter, visit IllinoisPolicy.org. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.